0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollock, and I'm glad to have you back. I'm a cybersecurity attorney at Niles Barton and Wilmer. And as always, keep those questions and comments coming. Call me at 443-381-3586 or email me at sspollack, that's p-o-l-l-o-c-k, at nilesbarton.com. And today I wanted to talk about two recent cyber attacks we learned about that have pretty major implications. First, let's talk about Microsoft. So Microsoft got hit back in approximately, I think, January 2021, 20, so about two months ago, which they recently discovered. So the hack involved Chinese hackers exploiting code that they use for Microsoft Office. So think about Microsoft Office is you most likely use their exchange. You most likely use their Outlook. Um, that's, the main, that's the primary aspect of what was exploited. Now, why is this important? Mainly because what I just said, a lot of us use Outlook and Exchange for our business emails or personal emails. And Microsoft estimates that approximately 250,000 companies or people could be impacted And that's kind of scary. It's kind of scary because right now we don't know who was impacted. We don't know really what was impacted. But it's something we need to keep in mind. We need to keep vigilant about these things. The second one was last week, CNA Insurance, a very large insurer, got hit with a sophisticated cybersecurity attack. Now, we don't know the details of how the attack occurred. But this has major implications because if you think about an insurance company, Imagine how many clients they have, how many customers they have, and the amount of information CNA CNA takes in. Social security numbers, financial records, medical information, biometric data. Basically the whole gambit of things that these privacy and cybersecurity laws are trying to protect. And it just shows us once again that these hackers are getting more sophisticated they're getting more advanced, and they're becoming more aggressive. And they're able to get into these huge companies, which is a scary thought, because these huge companies have a lot bigger budget than most likely anyone that who's listening on this, or 99% of the companies out there. So if they can get hacked, and they can get attacked, obviously we all can get attacked. But it goes back to the, the everything we talk about every week, preparation preparation, preparation. The best approach here is a proactive approach. To stay ahead of these threats, we have to prepare for the worst. We have to prepare because that's the best way to prevent and mitigate these harms. You know, having those plans in place, having a team in place, practicing them, knowing who you're going to call. These categorically will reduce the risk and the harms that happen after a data breach. And obviously, ransomware is still rampant right now. You know, Groups such as Ryuk, DarkSide, are still launching sophisticated attacks. And these are things that we need to be aware of and remain vigilant about. The next thing I wanted to discuss was the new laws that we're seeing come out that are very similar to the CCPA. And I'm going to do a deeper dive next week into that. But Virginia just passed basically a CCPA-like bill. And why is this important? It's important because now we're seeing the CCPA trickle down to a lot of states. Virginia's not the only one that either, well, they're the first one that passed another CCPA-like bill, but there are many states that are looking at this. So the key parts are really, it gives people the right to access, modify, delete, or rectify their data. It places uh, obligations on companies that are more stringent than normal cybersecurity laws, and it could potentially open you up to a private right of action, specifically people that are impacted by a data breach, or if you're not following the proper rules and regulations of these laws, could be able to bring a lawsuit against you and not even have to prove damages which really increases our liability and responsibility. So next week, I'm going to kind of go through the more in-depth aspects, the fun aspects of these laws and what we're seeing on the horizon. But, you know, today, obviously, I did want to focus on those hackers and the different hacks we've seen in the past two weeks. And obviously, we're still dealing with SolarWinds. We're still dealing with the vendors aspects. We're still dealing with how vulnerable we are based on the amount of vendors, external vendors we work with. But I'm going to keep hammering away the same message. Keep hammering away that we need to keep vigilant, keep preparing for these things, keep involving the right parties externally and internally, and keep recognizing that we are at this war and we have to face it as an existential threat. Because the more we do that is the better prepared we are to mitigate those potential harms. So it's a quick one today and I appreciate you stopping by once again, keep those questions, comments, discussion points coming, 443-381-3586, or email me at sspollock at nilesbarton.com. And uh, I'll see you on the next episode of the Cyber Law Revolution. Have a great day.